Hey, Jordan Harbinger here from The Art of Charm. Welcome to Minisode Monday. Happy to be here with you, kicking off the week with something quick and actionable that you can implement right away that'll make you more magnetic and effective. Today we're back with Scott Adams, who was on the show recently discussing persuasion and uh, master persuasion, masterful persuasion and hypnosis. Today we're going to talk about checking in with your body for creative ideas. Thanks for coming back. I wanted to ask about the, there's a concept that you have on your blog that's about checking with your body for creative ideas, and I thought that was interesting. I never heard that before. So I like to think of creativity not so much as a process of creating something like out of nothing. If you think of it that way, it's just hard to do. I think of it as more of a a fast iteration process where I clear my mind, and you can't really sit around with nothing in your head. If, If you get rid of the thought that's in there, if you flush it, and that's the hard part, a new one just fills it in. So I try to do that as quickly as possible, you know, Boop, 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 you know, one idea and up, and then just flush, 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 until one moves me physically. So I'm using my body as a sensor. You know, so if I have an idea and I laugh, well, that's my comic for the day. But if I cycle through ideas, I go, interesting, interesting, sounds like a joke, sounds like a joke. <laughs> that's the one. That's the one. So you're always looking, the only thing that matters, the, the, uh, the X factor of any kind of creative effort, any kind of art, any kind of product, is that little thing that just makes you go, ah, you know, like you feel it. I was just opening up a new uh, Apple device, bought a new Apple computer, and just the process and the, the thought that they put into that of, you know, the tabs that, that just make a great sound, and it's a, it feels right, it looks right. It's satisfying it's, at a visceral level, isn't it? it? Yeah, it is a, it's just almost a sensual experience. And I, I wanted somebody to be there, because I kept looking around and go, oh, oh, look at this. Oh, and it's better than the product itself. That's the funny thing. In many ways. It depends on the product, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so the, you don't have anything if you haven't moved somebody's body, right? And I also use that as a way to know if your product or your idea has any value. So if, some, if you ask your friends, hey, what about my new idea, my product or whatever, and they say, that's really good, that's great, you should do something with that, that's, that's terrific, you got nothing. That is zero. But if you say, what do you think of my product? And they say, hand me that. And play with it. Oh, do you mind if I borrow? Is this the prototype? Can I take this? I, I got to show this to a friend. I got to show this to a friend. That's a physical action. Right? That's almost a guarantee that you have the X factor going there. So you look for the physical change. Ignore the words. Are there anything that you, any drills or exercises that you do to make yourself in a more receptive place, especially when you're thinking, what Dilbert comic am I going to draw today? Sometimes you might just not be in the mood to laugh. Maybe your oatmeal's not sitting right. How do you get yourself in a receptive mode? Well, there, there's a lot of tricks, but I'll give you the, the big ones. The, the big one for a writer especially is the time of day. There's a time of day when your body, and people are a little bit different, but most writers either work early in the morning or late at night, which is really the same zone. Um, creativity just works better then. I, I don't know why. It's just something about your body rhythms or something. So the first thing is make sure you carve out that time. That, that's the big thing. Then other artists say the same thing. So this is probably a pretty good generic rule that you need to fill yourself up with unrelated thoughts, uh, maybe in the same field, but not necessarily related to what you're going to write. And then you have to get rid of it. So you got to fill it up and get rid of it. Because most ideas are combinations of things uh, that don't fit together. All right. So I recently wrote a comic. Uh, I don't know if it'll be out uh, next few weeks, I guess, uh, in which uh, my character, Alice, uh, decides to date not a robot, but a, a drone. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. 
So um, that's the sort of thing that's a combination of two ideas that came you know, from one field and another. And so you have to fill yourself with lots of just ideas so that some of them just accidentally bump together and you say, oh yeah, that reminds me of these two things. You put these together and you got something. I think James Altucher calls that idea sex. I don't know if you've heard that comment or that uh, descriptor before. It's a little graphic. Idea sex, where you're, uh, you're bringing them in and releasing them? Is that what he's speaking I, of? I guess you're bringing them all together and then they just do whatever they do oh, with they conscious a subconscious mind and they connect and then something else comes out of it sometimes. Okay, I will... <laughs> I will accept that. Enjoy that visual. That deeply visual yes. persuasion. Yes. There you go. Uh, I meant to ask you this before, actually, before we wrap up on this one. When we were talking about persuasion before and visual persuasion being one of the most powerful, if not the most powerful kind, do you find an advantage since you're a talented and established artist? Do you find that you're better at that in some ways? Or is that something that even somebody who can't draw stick figures like me can take advantage of? Well, the first place um, I heard about this was just in ordinary corporate training, learning how to do presentations in a corporate structure, you know, picture, picture, picture. So this is sort of well-known stuff that it just isn't used as much as it should be. So people will remember to put it in a presentation, but when they're just talking, it's easy not to do it, right? So I guess the only thing that that's different about people who are trained is that they bring it into all their conversations and, and try to paint pictures. Yes, I think visually, and probably because I'm a cartoonist, I have a little bit more uh, either training or natural ability in that, some combination of the two probably. So it comes somewhat naturally to me, but it is a, a result of training also. For the full show notes with Scott Adams and lots more just like this, check out his episode on the Art of Charm podcast that just aired recently here. That link is in the show notes. Also, let me know how this goes over the next few weeks and months. And if you integrate this into your life, tweet me at the Art of Charm and let me know how this is working out for you. Don't forget about the AOC Challenge. It's designed to help you connect better with others, create more productive personal and business relationships, and we've got step-by-step challenges to help you move forward. There's also a Facebook group with thousands of other AOC family taking the challenge as well. Of course, AJ and I are in there with the rest of the Art of Charm team, helping you all move through these challenges. It's really cool for me to see the growth going on in there. It's actually quite amazing. I do love it, and I think you will too. Text the word CHARMED, C-H-A-R-M-E-D, to 33444 in the States, or go to theartofcharm.com slash challenge and get rocking. All right, everybody, have a great week.